Well, hey, everyone. Hello from the floor of the National Religious Broadcasters Association here in Orlando, Florida. This is Heidi St. John, and you found me at the Heidi St. John podcast right here at the intersection of faith and culture. And today I'm going to interview an incredible woman with an amazing story. Tali Shalem Taub is the CEO of holygems.com. You can find it at holy-gems.com. And 25 years after her father received a prophecy based out of Isaiah that there would be gems found in the land of Israel. Three months after his death, those gems were discovered. She has an extraordinary story to tell. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So, Tully, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad that you're here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to hear your story. I heard about you from a mutual friend, uh, Matthew Faraci, who said, you've got to hear this woman's story. She's straight fire. So let's start at the beginning because you're new to my audience yeah. and you grew up in Israel. Israel, right. <laughs> and, you're, and so tell me a little bit about your family. Well, I'm married. I have three kids, three boys. Um, How old are your boys? 18, 16, and 11. All right on. The old one uh, will be in the army soon and uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. will live in Israel. Yes, that's right. Um, I come from a family, uh, orthodox family, uh, very religious. And I have seven uh, brothers and sisters. Okay. Like I relate you. to that, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to that. Right. Yes. Um, and... Um, that's it. Today, I'm I'm I'm, I'm managing. I'm, I'm the CEO of a company that my father established about 25 years ago. And the and story of this project is amazing. It's yeah, I'd love to hear it because it sounds blowing. like your father was a man of extraordinary faith. Yeah, yeah and much. he had a passion and a vision for this. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well. I'll take it, I'll go from the beginning, you know, like uh, something to start from. There's, um, there are prophecies in the Bible that talk about precious gems. Uh, for example, in uh, Isaiah 54, 11, he talks about the promise of God to Israel that he will lay our foundations with sapphires and all our borders with precious gems. It says there in the Bible. Yes. But no one ever tried or thought to look for of them. Look, looking for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, because the geological assumptions and knowledge about this area, about the Israel land and everything, was not so big. I mean, there was no, not much investigation or exploration about the, the land and the geological aspect of it. But what was done, they thought it wasn't relevant to, to like Africa or the Canada or United States where you, you do find gems. They thought that geologically it's not possible to find gems in Israel. Um, and then 30 years ago... Um, one of the most influential Jewish leaders of our generation was a very, very grand rabbi. was like, you know, there are rabbi, rabbis, who lead communities of Jews, right? And there's a rabbi, 
which is uh, something bigger, higher than that. It's like a spiritual leader for all congregations, yeah? For everybody. Yes. And he was uh, giving uh, advice and counsel to also non-Jews people, you know? Everybody came to him to ask for his advice. And he was called the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And he said, 30 years ago, he said that those precious gems that we're seeing in the Bible, yeah, that we, we, we read about in the Bible, that they exist in the north of Israel, around the Carmel Mountain, the Zevulun Valley, Kishon River, there's an area in northern Israel, that those gems exist there. And he said those words, God Almighty did a, did a wondrous thing, he concealed them in the depth of the earth. So my father heard this, hear these words that the Rebbe said, you know, it's, it's in video. We have a video of this, you can call it a prophecy in a way. And he hears the story, uh, the, 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 that's what the Rebbe said. And he said he was a very, very strict uh, follower of the Rebbe. He, he believed him like anything the Rebbe said was true. Was true. Mm -hmm. So he, he heard these words, so he says, okay, if the Rebbe said it, so it must be true. And he opened a company and started looking for those gems. Wow. And people thought he was crazy. All the geological and professional uh, people that he consulted, you know, that around him in, in uh, geological community in Israel and abroad, everybody thought, no way, it's not gonna happen. This land is too young, they said, all kinds of, assumptions that they had that were contradicting the possibility of finding gems in Israel. Um, but 20 years later... So he looked for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. 20 years, kind of like Noah building the ark. Yeah. Right? So I'm imagining <laughs> that people were making fun of him and I'm imagining that there might have been times when he thought, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the rabbi was wrong. Maybe... Uh, he, he didn't think that the Rebbe was wrong. He never thought, thought that the Rebbe was didn't. wrong. <laughs> he, he maybe he, thought he was looking in the wrong place. Yeah, he thought maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. He thought, uh, uh, you know, it's too difficult. It costs too much. Sometimes you, you have a break. Yes. In, uh, He's human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he didn't give up. He didn't give up. He fought until the end. Sorry, uh, unfortunately, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, so he searched for 20 years, and then what happened? And then um, he got sick all of a sudden. It was three months he had cancer. From the moment that they found it to the end. Oh, wow. So, three months. So very, very late very, stage. Very, yeah, yeah. Very, like, like a storm. I mean, start and end. Mm. No closure. That's hard. <laughs> you know, terrible. Yeah. But... Um, Three months after he's, he passed away, the government gave us the, it's called the Certificate of Discovery, meaning that we found the first gem deposit in the land of Israel, ever, in history. Oh my, after he passed away. After. So he never lived to see no. any of the fruit of that labor. No, no. My goodness. He knew that, you know, he, he, he was the one who 
uh, administrate the the request and all the reports and everything, you know, all the I see almost Moses standing on the edge of yeah. the promised yeah. land. Yeah. Yeah. You can exactly. see it, but you can't go in. Exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And once we get, we got this approval, I mean, it was amazing. It was unbelievable and it was sad, mixed with sadness. But um, we all, I, I'm working with my brothers. We're all working in this company and, and uh, it, for us, it's like a connection to our father. You know? uh -huh. it's, it's, Certainly. it's less than a career thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I'm privileged to, to take his project to, uh, and, and to show it to the world. You know, eventually those gems should be worn by beautiful women. And <laughs> this is the purpose of beautiful gems. They're not supposed to stay hidden. That's right. And, That's and so now we, we uh, after we got this approval, we... We established uh, Holy Gems, which yeah. is a jewelry brand. I'm looking at your website right now. My goodness. My goodness. So tell me what kind of gems have been discovered here. Because I think it's interesting. Go back to what you said at the very beginning. There's a passage in Isaiah that talks about these gems that are buried exactly. uh, in the land of Israel. Turns out when God says something, you can take it to the bank. Exactly. Literally, you can take, you exactly. absolutely take this to the bank. I always like to tell people... Listen, when when uh, when Solomon asked God for wisdom, the Bible records that he was so God was so moved that Solomon would ask for wisdom and not for long life or the death of his enemies, which he certainly was entitled to ask for at that point. <laughs> exactly. God was so moved that he said there would never be someone as wise as Solomon before Solomon, nor would there ever be someone as wise after him. And I I love to ask audiences, how many of you have ever heard of someone as wise as Solomon Nobody. since the day of Solomon? No one. Why? Because God said there never would be. The Bible is is one hundred percent truth. Yes, that's right. Uh, sometimes we read it and we think it's like more like a, an amorphic uh, thing or like spiritual thing, not you know physically or tangible that you can actually hold and 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 yeah you know see it with your eyes. Yeah, which but is it's, remarkable. Our project is something that really. We, we call it, in a way, um, a tangible proof for the Bible prophecies. I love this. So I'm looking at your website. You guys have found sapphires. Sapphires. Oh, my goodness. The regular goodness. sapphires that you know. From, oh, my goodness. From Princess Di uh, Ring. Right. Yes, you know? yes. The regular blue, and we have blue, green, and yellow sapphires, which is amazing. Are you wearing something from, or what are you wearing? What I'm wearing is Carmel sapphire. Which Beautiful. is, this gem has an extraordinary story of itself because it's made of, uh, the, the, ba the base mineral of this gem is corundum, which is the base mineral of the regular sapphire. Mm -hmm. But the colors, you see it looks like a sky, blue, it's uh, beautiful. cloudy sky or something. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Like a but, storm coming yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. And the colors are from other minerals that were... Uh, together with the corundum, with the regular mineral of sapphire, and those minerals do not exist anywhere else in the world. And 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 the most exciting thing about it was when we sent it to the uh, geological and um, 
experts, yeah, to to test to be tested gemologically, and they tested this gem, and they said that the conditions a precious gem is created deep in the in the earth, and then in in a very high pressure of oxygen, and it comes to the surface by uh, volcanic eruptions. So this specific gem, the conditions that had to be in the depth of the earth for this gem to be created, for this specific minerals to be created, do not exist anywhere else in the world. That's a scientific so truly, fact. So truly so specific means, to the Holy Land. Yeah. yeah. It means, until today, you know, the Holy Land is uh, special spiritually, mm -hmm. it's special historically. Yeah. You didn't know that it's special naturally. Yeah. This gem is an act, no one yeah. would have thought of that. This gem is an actual proof that a natural proof that the the natural conditions of this land of the Holy Land, you know, natural uh, conditions uh -huh. are are unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're special. unique. It's like the Holy Land itself. Yeah, right. I told you before we started recording. It's on my bucket list to get to Israel, and I keep. I've been raising seven children for a long time, so <laughs> you could say you could say I've been preoccupied uh, yeah. doing that. But I really, uh, this makes me even more excited to come over there because it is such a special place. I'm looking at your website. You guys have garnets. Yeah, uh, garnet red garnets. We have black spinels. What is the? Um, what is that? A black spinel. What is that? Spinel. It's like, a, like um, an ox. I'm, I'm trying to. It looks like it onyx uh -huh. a bit. It's beautiful. But, I'm looking on your yeah. website. It's yeah. spectacular. Wow, wow. So where where do you where do you go from here? Uh, you're going to continue your father's work, and they're continuing to find these gems now. So you basically found a what was a pocket. It would have had to have been uh, when they first it's discovered a, it. It's a deposit. Uh -huh. You know that we know what we have now on the ground because of all the testing that we did. So we know our reserves, how much gems we can excavate from from this specific deposit. We have other deposits in the area that we are exploring, which is a very big area. And parallel to that, we take those gems, we polish them with experts. They take out uh, their beauty in a very, very professional way. All the gemologists who saw our gems say that they are much more... You, this this specific the Carmel sapphire is is unique to Israel. Yeah. But the other gems you can find from other origins. You know sapphires and garnets and spinel. You can find it from other origins. But the gem, gemologists who saw them said that they look. Uh, they have a different look. It it looks better. They look much more beautiful than than it's like amazing. a regular garnet from somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe it's a I don't know, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's special. Yeah. It's very yeah. unique. Well, it's been a delight to have you. Uh, if people are interested in finding you and, and I know uh, for sure my audience will be, where can they find you online? How can they cuz what a what an amazing gift uh, mm -hmm. to be given a jewel from Israel. Exactly. I think that if you're one last thing, if, you, if you're buying uh, jewelry and you want a real jewelry, you know, you understand the value of something that's natural, natural gold, natural diamonds, you know, it has a value, its value doesn't go down because there's a limit to this uh, 
um, product. Right, know? right. Yeah, in limited supply. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're, you're investing in something that you know that you can give to your grandchildren and your grand-grandchildren and will not lose its value. If you understand this and you want to buy a natural jewelry, so now when you know that there are gems... The same sapphire you can find from Israel and even a beautiful one, a more beautiful one. But more the unique. main thing is that it comes from this land. Yes. You have like a tangible uh, piece of this holy land, yeah. I think. Yeah. And uh, you can find it in the internet. We have a website, holy-gems.com. And we have a small boutique store in Jerusalem because people said, we come to Jerusalem, you have to open a yeah. store there. Yeah. So we did that. And uh, we also have a visitor center where you can see the whole process with Amazing. your eyes. The sorting of the, of the soil and finding the gems is a very nice experience in itself. We have like a visitor center. It's located in the old city of Akko which is a heritage site, interesting, just a sightseeing there in general. But amazing. this is our visitor center, yeah. Amazing. It's amazing the work that you're doing, amazing the faith of your father. Yeah, this, uh, is, th and, this is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe and go with your faith Yeah. and don't give up. Yeah. And Press things God. will happen. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Well, Tali, it's been wonderful to have you here. Thank you for coming on the Thank show you. and sharing your story. And uh, I can't wait to see what God does as you continue to uh, to follow the uh, the path that he set out for your family. It's an extraordinary story. Thank you for joining Thank me. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed that interview. And I hope you guys will check out holygems.com. That's holy-gems.com. What an extraordinary story of faith under pressure. You heard me talking uh, to Tali about her father and the fact that he was mocked and criticized because he believed what God had said, that there were gems in the land of Israel. Turns out when God says something, you can take it to the bank. Sometimes you can do it literally, which is what this family is doing. But it's an opportunity for you to invest in and own something that is unique, one of a kind coming from the land of Israel. So I hope you guys will check it out. That's all I've got for you today here from the floor of NRB in Orlando. And I hope to see you right back here again tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.